everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Jill. How are you? Oh, gosh. Hi, Maddie. How's it going? It's going okay. <laughs> that was weird. Normally, I start, hi, Maddie, and you say, I know. I'm all out of sorts right now. Honestly, if we forgot to do the test, that's what happened. I'm just in full plan- panic mode. Don't worry about it. You've, you've got multiple dogs happening. Like, yeah. <laughs> Look, I was barely made for one dog. <laughs> I do not understand why you volunteered to take this dog. If you hear barking in the background of this audio, yes. we are doing our best, but... I apologize. It's not my dog. <laughs> I would just like to preface that. I have to say, I had a new mo- uh, neighbor move in, like, yesterday. And of oh, course, like, as soon as I'm coming back from my walk, neighbor comes out. And, like, he just happened to come out as soon as, like, both dogs were there. And <laughs> Millie just, like, basically wants to invite herself into <laughs> his apartment and I was like no no come back but then the other dog just starts barking and I just had to be like I'm so sorry like this isn't my dog don't worry you're not going to hear this all the time <laughs> like, it's probably just like this is not how it sounded on the walkthrough of this <laughs> 100%. oh my god oh, I was just nice. like so wildly embarrassed and then my mother of course assumes I'm going to date him because I told her this story and mm. she just heard mail and I was like no <laughs> this is not someone I would date sorry shoot sorry to your mom unfortunately yeah. not gonna work out no no how's your weekend going um it's been good I just did a bunch of um home projects around the house here mm-hmm. this weekend so I've got my um doorbell installed and my oh. house numbers up and a mailbox like houses don't come with mailboxes I don't know if you know that I did not I also didn't know that they didn't come with house numbers yeah very irritating so um I am now identifiable from the street and people can leave mail at my house if they would like to now so Ooh, quite, quite a little treat <laughs> I'll just start mailing things, random things. Well, I get the mail does not get delivered to my house. It There's like a post box like down that alley that you have to walk to. But Got it. But the other day, Canada Post like dropped off like a notification, like you have to pick something at the post office and they put it at my front door. And I was like, why wouldn't you put this in my mailbox? Like, this is so strange. This so, is the purpose of my mailbox. Yeah. So it was very, very odd. But also they don't understand, like I have a different postal code from Canada Post than like every other website where it like auto fills your address. It's like, oh. so I have like questions on if my postal system is working very well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like how many parties have you missed invites to? This is my I, you know, you just, you just don't know. So <laughs> probably plenty. Yes. yes. Our social calendar could have been packed. Yes. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, I just kind of like prepared for the weekend by watching the last couple Flames games, saw a little bit of the meaningless, um, Jets Kraken game there this afternoon. (laughs) Honestly, I was like, why are they even making them do this? Like, I I didn't look at standings to know well enough if like someone would jump spots in the standings, but I'm sure it's fully TV rights dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, especially for like Canada. 
Yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. Um, yeah. I watched the Flames last game and it was just very, the, the TV announcers, like they were trying to make it as if the the Flames like cared about the game. And it's like, you don't have to be like that. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're like, the Flames really need to come out here and have a good push. I'm like, they do not. That's not no, what they you need. Know, it would have been nice if they would have won one of the last two there because it would have got Daryl Sutter his 700th win. Um, yeah. So but like, I mean, what about a 700th that, win in the playoffs? Or is are we only counting count. regular season? Yeah. Okay. I don't okay. that any statistical things like goals or like any of that kind of stuff like Only playoffs counts. are excluded mm-hmm. yeah okay so yeah. next year look yes. we have next, something to look forward to next year. yes the first first week he should get that milestone but <laughs> not the first game we are not good enough yeah. <laughs> no definitely not especially if it's at home yes <laughs> yeah oh but. man um i do have to say though like i so i flew back from chicago on on uh Friday. So I was like on Chicago time and like basically passed out at 9:45 LA time. <laughs> when I passed out, uh National Predators were up 4-1 and then all of a sudden I awake at midnight and guess what? We're playing the Dallas Stars. Honestly, it was like everything they could have done to avoid playing Calgary or something. And like I didn't I didn't really know where I stood on which team I wanted them to play. Like we hadn't done spectacularly against either one of them during the season. Obviously we had like a pretty bad playoff collapse against um, Dallas, Dallas, the other in the bubble, in the bubble there. Um, uh, But my, uh, my friend sent me a um, a tweet today and it showed the like playoff roster of that game again, like the, the last game that we played against Dallas. So August, 2022, Versus like how it will start on Tuesday. And like on our top line was um, like Toby Ryder. Wait, what? Yeah, it was like Johnny Gaudreau, Sean Monaghan, Toby Ryder. So like I don't even remember him. Honestly, that was the same thing I said too. I was like, I can't believe. Toby Ryder. Never heard that name in my life. (laughs) We also had like. Jankowski and Buddy Robinson and like oh, wow Sam Bennett and Derek Ryan in our like top um okay. top lines there so I mean you know it feels a little bit better um that we might have a bit of a better chance against Dallas so we'll yeah see. and Dallas had like a little bit of an on and off season I mean obviously it came down to the wire there if they were yeah. even gonna make the playoffs you know they were kind of in that pack with Vegas which we'll talk about in a second as to what teams were even going to make it in. Um, So I have better hopes. Like every Nashville game went to overtime. We lost everyone but one. So I'm really not into that situation. So here's hoping to Dallas. Dallas games did too. Like we just won them. True. So they were not blowouts by any yeah, means. Um, yeah. Except we did win the last one for two. So yeah. well, <laughs> really gotta get that empty net goal in there. But yeah. um I Blow saw out. one I saw one ESPN prediction that the Flames were gonna sweep it, which I was like, okay, let's tone it down. My prediction was in six. Flames yeah. In six. yeah. What, what was yours? I would say six. We're not sweeping them. No. It's just and I don't think it'll go to seven. Yeah. I have to like yeah. keep my expectations for the Flames at like a minimum because then I just 
feel better when they're yeah. like they let me down. We outperform them. Yeah. My brother, I mean, he'll obviously listen to this, but we, <laughs> he texts me. He's like, "So are we doing a playoff bracket this year?" Because we did. Like we joined the NHL bracket challenge last right. year. And I was like, absolutely not. I cannot have anyone from our family jinxing the flames. This will not happen. <laughs> like at least three people will pick them to win. And I just can't have that. Okay. On my conscience. We just must let them ride and let the universe decide what is happening to them. <laughs> well, so I go round. I always do round by round with my friend when we yeah. predict. So maybe we can do round by round as we go through. Okay. Today's, today's podcast. I guess I'll so. accept that. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, absolutely not. Like, no I way. I don't even predict them to get out of the first round because that's just the level of like confidence we have. You know, confidence they have. But I am predicting them out of the first round. This go ahead. Although I'm also predicting the Oilers to get out of the first round. Whoa. So, hot take. Hot take. Um, I mean, they have the obviously the easiest first round matchup I think in the entire the Kings, league. Yeah. Um, so I actually predicted them in four. Um, wow. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm going to say they're going to at least lose one game, the Oilers. Like, Mike yeah. Smith can't go four games without having some type of mess up. It's not in the cards for him. What I'm really hoping is that Dustin Brown has announced that this will be his last season. Yeah. So maybe there'll be like a win it for Brown mentality that can last at least for the first round. Just one round. Just one round. No After more. That, that's enough winning. He's done. See you. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be you. I did see they did like a nice little tribute. Okay, to be honest, didn't know he was still playing hockey. And I went to a Kings game this year. To maybe perhaps he didn't play that game, but like. Didn't know he was still playing, but they did a nice okay. little thing for his last home game. Like he, um, he wore the C and Anze Kopitar wore um, the A for his last game. So nice little kind of like send off. Um, yeah. I mean, he's won a cup with them. So, you know, hopefully he can win one round for us mm-hmm. that would <laughs> and, be nice. then, and be on his way. Because I do go into most playoff seasons cheering for the Flames and against the Oilers in almost equal equal amounts. So, you know, them the Oilers losing is, like, almost as good as the Flames winning. Yes. So, almost. Almost. Yeah. Um, what about some of the other... Of the other rounds, do you have any that you think will be? Um, I'm going to pick, you're not going to like this, Lightning over the Leafs. I picked that as well, actually. Okay. Um, you know, I do I think do... it will go five or six games, but I think the Lightning will win. Yeah, I said Lightning in seven, actually. Um, you know, I do love Geo and I do love Brody over there, but I just cannot deal with the, like, insufferable media mm, of no. the least possibly winning. Although yeah. them losing also creates an insufferability, so it's, like, kind of, like, I don't know, like, how you really deal with that. Like, God, if I have to hear about my Austin Matthews one more time, I will just sever my ears off. Seriously. Like... Um, I mean, Colorado's going to win... Uh, I don't really see the wild or the, not the wild Nashville, like having a chance. Well, I'm curious to see like what ends up happening with, with sorrows and the goaltending situation. Yeah. Like obviously he got hurt in that like wild game against the flames there mm-hmm. and he looked pretty rough. Um, so big save Dave, I think is their starting goaltender for the playoffs. <laughs> and like, 
he also was not looking great. We, okay. We've seen Big Save Dave in the playoffs before, and, and we no longer have Big Save Dave over here. So Yeah, um, for a reason. Yeah. I, I don't know. I always struggle with, with sweep situations because I just think that, like, you know, there's usually an opportunity for a team to like to win one game, one. win one game. So I was thinking the the abs five. in five, yeah, I guess. But if Soros comes back and is their starting goaltender, then I would probably go yeah. like six or seven games. Yeah, um, I'm gonna take the Blues in six. Honestly, the Wild had some big key player losses in like their final game of the season or their second yeah. last game of the season, and. Not looking great. <laughs> I've seen a lot of predictions of the Wild winning the Cup, actually, or like facing, or facing the Panthers in the Cup. And like, I don't know, It maybe it's because Cam Talbot also played for us and Marc-Andre Fleury is old, but I'm like, really? Like, I don't know. I don't I don't see that. Look, I am Marc-Andre but... Fleury stan, <laughs> but in no world do I ever want to see the Wild play in like a Cup. They are the most boring team to watch like every wild game I've gone to is a dud well I feel like you're thinking of like early 2000s wild and like I do have to say they are not that anymore um you know yes like an old school like wild versus New Jersey like one nothing game like you know nobody needs to see that in the finals yeah but I don't I don't know I'm just like I'm not I think Talbot's probably their starter in the playoffs yeah. is my guess. And I'm just like, not, you know, I think he's done well this season better than expected, but I'm still not fully confident in him. And then like you said, like they, they were fighting for home ice advantage against yeah. St. Louis there. And so it has, still had to play their, their players and like Felino seemed to get hurt. Um, yeah. He went down and there um, was someone else. I can't think of their name. Yeah, their, top, their top goal scorer there. He yeah. like, he came back in the game, but like still was like you know, not struggling looking a bit. Best. So, yeah. <laughs> also, why? Okay, I'm sorry. Why do you put him back in the game? Just like sit him at that point. Why would you risk well, it? You're playing for home ice, though, right? Oh, like, it's like, I didn't know their final it, game was yeah, going for home ice. Okay. It wasn't meaningless. So fine, um, that makes a little bit more sense. But still, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about Panthers and Capitals? Um, I don't think the Capitals have a chance. I would love another summer of Ovi, but I think it's like, <laughs> I think it's the uh, the Panthers. I've seen a lot probably. of Panthers predictions for the Cup. Yeah. And I just, again, another team I struggle to get past, you know, their 2000s. Like, we have five people that come watch us play. <laughs> like, Lou is the goalie. He's just tweeting up a storm. I'm <laughs> just like... I loved Sam, ben- Sam Bennett when he played in Calgary, but yeah. his, like, you know, force you to trade me and we get no one for him. And, right. like, I just don't want people to be rewarded for that situation. And yeah. so I hope he, like, epically loses in, like, really sad fashion. And, I mean, playoff Sam Bennett, you know, was enjoyable, but it was also flash in the pans and he often got himself suspended. And, right, like, right. We so, saw that last – was it yeah. last year? Yeah, yeah, he got suspended last year. So, yeah. Um, so. But I, I mean, do think, I think the Panthers, a... yeah, get out first round. But, you know, 
I don't see them making it to the cup, but we'll see. I mean, I don't see. I just no don't see making it to the cup. That's the thing. I the East is so weird to me because mm-hmm. they had so many teams with like super high points. Like it was the first time I think that all eight teams had over a hundred points to make yeah. the the playoffs. But like none of them feel good to me. So like I don't actually think they have that hard of a of a path to get there. Right. Because um, I feel like we performed decently against. Oh yeah, teams. We like ripped through the early road right. trips that we had against the East. Like I think we had like a, the seven and O trip or like yeah. the five and O trip. Like it's, um, it was just wild to see it because like obviously like the West was completely West was different. so like, different. There was a couple yeah. teams with a hundred points, but it was like you know not not everyone. And so like that, you know they had some they had some really bad teams on their side of things too. So. Yeah. Um. Carolina and the Bruins. I don't know. I, nah. <laughs> I pitched Carolina and I think like there's they had some lopsided games against the Bruins this year. Yeah. And so but I also saw that like their starting goaltender got injured late in the season. It's really hard to bet against like the Brad Marchands, the Pasternak's, the Pasternak's. Like they are built for playoffs. Hey, um, I'm going with the Bruins, but in like seven. Yeah, I picked the Canes, but I. It was the one where I was like, this could like I felt like that would be like a momentum catching series. Like one yeah. just starts going and on a um, roll. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna go with the Rangers. That's what I thought too. Like I think yeah. their goaltending carries them through. And I just feel like the playoffs are back. Yeah. At, at Madison Square Garden. Like that place is gonna be rocking. Yeah. <laughs> it's another one where it's like it's still like Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Melkin. And obviously yeah. they're older, but it's like they're they're hard to rule out. But yeah, I still think it's probably the Rangers in that round. Yeah, I agree. So I mean we'll see what happens. Game start tomorrow. I know. So um, excited. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. There are late games, the the home games in Calgary, like 8 p.m. starts. So I guess we're just trying to like catch the stars sleeping kind sleep of thing. Sleeping. Like, because yeah. they are, they are on central time. So they're basically starting at 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, like, I'm sure it's great they're... until like it goes to like double overtime and you're like, hi, it's midnight. <laughs> so... I mean, it'll be interesting. I'm glad it's starting on Tuesday. Um, as we discussed, I am dog sitting. Dog yes. leaves Tuesday morning. So, like, Millie and I will be in full mode. She'll have her jersey on. The only piece of clothing she owns. <laughs> Someone was like, you need to get her clothes. And I was like, she has all the clothes she owns. Oh, please don't. <laughs> no, that's, I'm like. That's not a thing. She has a Flames jersey. She has a Flames bandana. And a Canada bandana. And this is all she needs. And honestly, she's only worn the jersey. <laughs> like a good show. Oh, and she has a jacket because it was very cold in Calgary. But um, well, if we're done talking about your dog's wardrobe, yes. um, I do need to share my favorite NHL story of the week. Yes. Regardless of playoff starting, was Malcolm Subban singing <laughs> the national anthem between the Sabres and Blackhawks game. 
I did not understand this. <laughs> Why so, this happened? So Malcolm Subban is currently a goaltender for yes. the Sabres and formerly played for the Blackhawks. So these are like his two teams that he's played in the NHL for and they faced each other. And he's injured right now. But I guess there was some sort of bet that had happened and they like bet um, him to like sing the anthem. He must like probably sing a, a lot in like the locker room or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, he like he did not bad. Like, you know, I'm not I'm not getting him the Grammy or anything like that. Okay, it was better than Fergie. Yeah. We can carry all tune. Um he did it like basically like a cappella. Like it didn't yeah. sound like there was a musical accompaniment behind him. And he sang the American National Anthem. And like the players loved it. And honestly, I feel so like much. every team should be required to find one player to sing the anthem at least once per season. <laughs> I'm down for this. Like, I think that would be great, to be quite honest. One day I'd like to go through and just decide which player I think it should be from the, um, from each roster. Uh, Deal. We can do that. Yeah. It will be a new thing. (laughs) Um, Another NHL story that we should discuss, the NHLPA is um, releasing, like, or, yeah, replacing. They've announced for uh, Donald there. Donald Fair. Yeah. Imagine it has something to do with the Blackhawks situation, perhaps. But yeah, they've announced that they will be starting their search and he will kind of like stay on until it's done. Um, but interesting, they they listed off. It was funny because they announced it on Friday, kind of when there was like 11 or so games happening. Like there was a lot of games happening in the league. Yeah. So. I assume they thought it was going to fly under the radar, but like, do they not remember that all these games have intermission? Like what else are these, these like announcers going to discuss during intermission? So. Yeah. So Donald Fair has been basically the, the head of the NHLPA um, for quite some time. Yeah. Um, 2010, I believe. Um, so he's obviously seen them through at least one lockout. Um, he was part of the negotiation process when they returned after COVID, um, but also was involved in the Kyle Beach um, investigation there. So they, I mean, it, like they are replacing him, but he is staying on while they do the search. So like, it's kind of like, I don't know, is this like working notice or like what exactly <laughs> it is right. there? Right. Um, but they found they formed a search committee made up of several players um, that are responsible for kind of figuring out, you know, who um, will do the search and then I'll get presented to the executive board and things like that in probably July. Um, and I always think it's funny kind of seeing some of the players names that are part of of that. Like, I don't know, it's it's like a lot of them are from teams that like don't really seem to me like they're like prominent teams in the league like you know like there's there a, a coyotes player on there no but there's like like there's a hurricanes player so ian cole from the hurricanes justin okay. falk from the blues sam gagne from the red wings um zach hyman from the oilers kyle Closo from the sabers nate schmidt from the jets kevin shattenkirk from the ducks and okay. so like you know like you don't have a you don't have a rangers on there you don't have a bruins no. on there you don't have a leafs on there um you know, the, that's kind of interesting to me. Like yeah. It's, you know, there's quite a few teams who are, who are like bottom feeders, not like not huge markets, things like that. So, yeah, um, I don't know if it's like the team itself or it's the player themselves that on how they kind of pick it. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. Yeah. I like wonder he, if they just like ask the players. 
if they want to be a part of it. Yeah. I had seen before, like, it is quite an extensive job being part of the, like, the NHL P- PA, PA. Um, or any of the PAs, you know, because I know I've seen it in, like, base, the baseball just went, obviously, through their ratification of their collective bargaining. And, yeah. like, you know, the players that said, like, that was it for them. Like, that was too much kind of deal. I just feel like there's too much pressure and someone's always going to blame you for, like, if it doesn't turn out the way that they want it to be. Yeah, like, like the... I always think back to the the 0405 lockout and like those players that were represented because they basically had to fully concede to the owners. And so yeah. like those players are the face of it as like the failure kind of thing for the yeah. lockout there. But um but Fair's been, you know, he was executive director for the PA for Major League Baseball for right. like and then came 20, here. 30 years. And now yeah. he's been with with um the NHL for like for 10 so like he's got significant experience like you're probably not replacing him but I am available if they are interested I was gonna say look I have no experience in that realm but yeah. like and here I'm just gonna check indeed later and see if they've got it posted and fire off a quick little resume so resume yeah like, I'm ready I'm ready to take on the job I will do it I will sit in the room with as many players as we need to <laughs> to like do my job Nothing else really. Well, well, there was one major story from from baseball. Yes, baseball. Um, so Trevor Bauer, who plays for the Dodgers, um, was suspended for two years or three hundred twenty four games. I think that yes. works out too, which is shocking that that is only two seasons. I know, right? Just before, um, like, but he was he was basically suspended for like conduct against you know, domestic, domestic violence, violence. sexual assault policy which is interesting because it is something that he was criminally cleared of in february and so still charged with like yeah basically to me that seems that like like there was something that baseball did not believe he should have been off the hook with his charges or whatever and so which is again surprising to be like criminally cleared of something and then still have like you be suspended from your professional sport yeah, for I guess something that you technically, per the the court of your peers, did not do wrong. I assume it was a judge in this case, but so uh. he basically stands to lose about sixty million dollars. Yeah, um, because he will play. He is already come out and said that he is going to uh, appeal it, appeal and so it. obviously that'll go through an independent arbitrator uh. there. Um, but you know, I mean, I would imagine best case scenarios, they reduce it to like half of that or something. I was going to say he probably has money. Yeah. He probably has like some grounds given the fact that the criminal court case was like, I'm so sorry. Just like meltdown central is happening here. Um, it's like, uh, I think he has some grounds because the criminal case was thrown out. I mean, they're obviously not going to take it away because that would be embarrassing for them to go from like 300, basically a full year of days worth to nothing. But I would imagine there's some type of reduction in sentence. So, so you know what's wild to me is like, basically he's had to lay out his entire like sexual history on yeah. the line. And it is like beyond kinky kind of stuff that they were yeah. like doing and like... Like, I don't know. At that point, I think I would just be like, I'll take the suspension. Please don't talk about this in public. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I was like following it pretty in depth, like at first, because he lives in the area that I live in, in LA, um, like in Pasadena, but he, so I was like, Ooh, like what, who is this guy bringing back here? Like, what's he doing? And I was like, Ooh, this is a lot. Like, wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot for sure. So Um, I don't know what'll, what'll happen there, but, um, yeah, 60 million bucks to just like handcuff someone and yeah choking them and everything like I think I read at one point because he used to play for Cleveland and then like the year that this happened like the Dodgers had either he was traded here or we signed him something like that but he was brought over here and he claims that one of the girls like followed him after he broke up with her and was like, I'm moving to a different city. Like no more, no thank you. And she like followed him out here. Yeah. Well, there's allegations in both LA and in Ohio. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 But um, fascinating. No one's like yeah. stalking me on my moves. So <laughs> also I'm not making $60 million a year, but it's fine. No, I am not even close. <laughs> no. Um, Switching over to pop culture, it's the Met Gala tomorrow, Monday. I know, I know. I'm very excited to see everyone's outfits. This was the theme, I forget what it is already, American Untold or something, something Americana themed, but um, I feel like it's a theme I relate to more than any of the other themes. It makes more sense to me. I understand. (laughs) because when someone tells me the theme is camp all I think about is like girl guides <laughs> it's like that not obviously that was not the type of camp theme they were going for but that's all I can think about in my head um yeah we talked about that last last week I think already about the not understanding what camp meant but um it sounds like all of the Kardashian Jenners have been officially invited this year I don't understand why they don't just tell us who's invited like why it's this big secret like I don't get it either I really want to know who's going before I know if I care so right but yeah I mean they've continued to have a significant amount of scandals this week with um you know I mean Kim was dropped from the whole black china versus the kardashian mm-hmm. family yep. after her testimony which like i guess that going to school to be a lawyer like paid off right there so. <laughs> oh, this may be the only use of it but congrats yeah. congrats i don't really understand because basically all she said in the in her testimony was like i don't remember i don't remember and so like why don't the rest of them just say that now at this point in time kind of also thing. why but, wasn't she like coaching the rest of them as to how to speak you would think but I don't think they've all testified yet just Chris and Kim and Kylie I think so which I feel like you'd be pretty hard to get Chris and Kylie out of out of the situation but Courtney and Mm -hmm. Chloe probably could get out if yeah they're probably their cards right I mean Courtney obviously yeah she she's out in her own little world no one cares she has the least Honestly, amount of money I hate hers the work most out of all of them I just yeah. find the whole Travis it's like too yeah. much it's gross bothers me I used I to honestly it. Kim was my lowest ranked and now with what now with Travis Barker like I just cannot like there yeah. is no one doing that you are now bottom forever forever and ever ever um I really enjoyed how this week um it like in the episode their new their new show the episode was Kanye going to meet Ray J to get the computer back that had 
Kim's sex tape on it. <laughs> yeah, like the cloud doesn't exist, or like <laughs> external hard drives don't exist, or like what? USB keys, or like he sent it anywhere. And then Ray J has basically come out and been like, "No, that didn't happen." And so, <laughs> why are these people so dumb? Like they have so much money, but they are so stupid. So, stu- and they run. Well, I mean, they hire people to run these brands for them, but like, wow. The thought process behind that is just, wow, 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 wow. Also, that tape just, like, deserves to be released. At this point, it's been a hidden treasure for, like, what, 20 years? (laughs) Released from the vault. Honestly, you'd think at this point, like, she would just release it to, like, control the narrative of it kind of thing. Maybe that's what Chris is, like, soaking up behind the scenes. Perhaps this is what's going to happen. They're going to settle the lawsuit with Black China. And in order to, like, distract people away from the, like, amount of money that they have to give her, she's just going to be like, and here's the sex tape. Go. <laughs> we have to sell it to play pay off Black China. Yes. <laughs> Black China will give you the sex tape for money <laughs> as, as a form of payment. Um, we also have to provide an update on the Johnny Depp trial because in our excitement to discuss all of the criminal activity last week, we did fail to mention the whole situation about Amber Heard shitting on the bed. Oh, yeah. And I got a lot of um, feedback that like that was a very important part of the trial and we really should have talked about it because more. Because she was very embarrassed about the shitting on the bed. As well, one would be. As you would be. Um, but that trial is like... I can't believe how long of a trial that I is. Consi- like, obviously, it's a lot of money at stake, but like, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's murder trials that take less time than well, like this sure. deposition and like inquiry stage process. And Johnny Depp has apparently just been coloring every day at the trial. Like zero well, shit given. He had to draw a picture of like what the, the person looked like or something like that. Um, but. Amber Heard's, like, lawyers sound so stupid and so moronic that I'm, like, like, he's, like, laughing and, like, he's not even getting in trouble by the judge for, like, you know, acting out in the trial because, like, they're asking questions that are so dumb that I just, I'm, like, where did they get their degrees here? I also saw this TikTok the other day that lists like all the celebrities that are on Johnny Depp's side. And then the last one is like Amber Heard's parents. And I was like, oh God. They're on Johnny Depp's side? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how true it is. I didn't Google. I didn't like research it at all. But I was like, interesting. Interesting. Um, I did see that like her role in Aquaman 2 has like really been reduced. Like she's only on screen for like one or two minutes now as the whole movie. Um, but I have to imagine that like for whatever hit Johnny Depp had to his career, um, she's probably she's taking it. She's taking it. And I feel like he has a better chance to redeem himself yes. than, than yeah. she probably did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Also because like she, to be honest, wasn't super well known before, like, what was her acting cred before Johnny Depp? I don't think I saw her in a single thing. I could not tell you. Uh, other than, like, dating Elon Musk, I don't know that I have any other. <laughs> I also saw on TikTok that people think that her, the sperm donor used for her baby is Elon Musk. <laughs> well, I mean, he is not afraid of having more children, so yeah, it is very possible. Um, uh. 
There was a whole other like legal celebrity situation that came yes. up this weekend. Honestly, probably my favorite thing ever. <laughs> um, but basically, Olivia Wilde was on stage during like um, CinemaCon. Which I think it's like Comic-Con, but for movies. I think so, yeah. Like, basically, she was, like, in a panel speaking, and someone came on stage, which I don't really fully understand how they got on stage. Look, Um, Jill, the security is loose at these things, like... Clearly. We've learned this. She was, like, literally speaking and was handed an envelope, and, like, again, so, like, then she opened it on stage, I'm like, why did you just open an envelope? No. You don't know. Security is, like, not concerned at all here. And it turns out that she was being served papers from Jason Sudeikis. Like, amazing. For custody of the kids. Amazing. Amazing. Honestly, I couldn't love him more. I could not like, love he's him He's come out now and said, obviously, he didn't, like, int- that wasn't the intent of, right. of doing it. But I was watching one video where they were just talking about, like, it actually is quite hard to serve celebrities yeah. with, with any type of legal documents because, like, they generally have a ton of security around them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty reclusive because, like, obviously you can't go out. You get a lot of, like, fan att- attraction yeah. things like that. And so, like, if you're not really leaving your house, if you generally, like, don't have the ability. I think there's, like, limitations on where you can serve someone as well. Like, I don't know if there's, like, um, if it can just be anywhere. Only Kim Kardashian just give me the legal um, background. Mm, perhaps if she can it. give us some advice yeah. on how to serve people so I think there's like some sort of like restrictions on where and how they can do it kind of thing so like this was like a public event that obviously the people the I just like I wish it was like dog the bounty hunter doing it like I just think that would have been like way better of a story plot but um <laughs> also my question is one of my questions okay so in the movies they show you like when you're serving someone, they always come up to you and you're like, oh, hi, are you so-and-so? Like, yeah. And then they say yes or no. And then when they say yes, then you serve them with the papers. Like, yeah. I assume that's to get confirmation that they are who they are. Yeah. So, like, because she's famous and on stage representing herself in this panel, is that why they didn't have to ask the question, like, who are you? <laughs> Possibly. I mean, she might have like started the presentation by being like, I'm Olivia Wilde kind of thing. Oh, that is the, yeah. the identity right there kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like it, like the other piece of it um, that I had seen was like, there was, there is that issue of like where, like the trial or the custody arrangement, like where's the jurisdiction. And so like, obviously she's been spending a lot of time in the UK with Harry Styles yeah. and that whole weird relationship. Um, and Jason Sudeikis <laughs> is obviously in America and like yeah. so probably wants, I don't know, like, you know, which one of them would have more lax um, custody arrangement laws or any of that kind of stuff. But I'm probably. sure he would probably want to have the it in the courts here. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, again, don't know a lot about custody arrangements. So not. Yeah. I, I would just like to know why he's going for custody here. Like, what's happened? What spurred this? It, does he not think Harry Styles is a good influence? Like, what's happening? I mean, Harry Styles is a stepdad. Pete Davidson is a stepdad. Like, what is happening in the world at this point I just want nothing more than to Pete for Pete to go to the Met Gala tomorrow. Like, what is his outfit going to be? I can only imagine. This is, I... like, not an event I would ever picture him at. Yet here we are. He, he, there was pictures of his t- new tattoo, which is, like, Kim and all of the kids' initials. Pete. 
Again, I thought we were removing the tattoos. You know what? We're removing them to make room for new ones. I don't know what is going on there. Who would have thought that Colin Jost would not be the SNL cast member with like the highest a a celebrity like <laughs> significant other in a shocking turn of events? Shocking turn. Here we are with Pete Davidson. Yeah. But I think that was like all the scoop of the stuff that I was I paying attention to this week. Yeah, there was nothing else on on my end that yeah. I really tracked. Um, yeah, it's a big week this week coming up. Yeah, Flames. I bas- basically have about twenty hockey games that I need to pay attention to, so I will right. be pretty occupied here. Going to be busy for the end of time. End of time. My so. sweet friend asked me. She was like, "You can come over and watch the game at my place on Tuesday." And I was like, "No, you will not. Mm, you would not accept me after this." Yeah, there's like very few people that I feel um, that I want to be around for watching a, a hockey game. So yeah, I'm like, this is reserved for like three people, <laughs> maybe one, Jill. <laughs> So we'll see. Well, we shall see. And I will be at games one and two. So Um, I will like, okay, let's say the Flames win the cup and like you are at the Saddle Dome. Like you Mm. are required to FaceTime me. Like there is no question about it. Like I will be FaceTiming you until you pick up that phone. Okay. Thank you. Fair. I mean, that's fair. I can't tell you that it's going to be quality video because it'll be like me, like jumping down and like probably having, then you'll probably see footage of me being loaded into the ambulance from like straight up having a heart attack. Um, So that's fine. I just want to feel like I'm part of the atmosphere. (laughs) I'll talk to the EMS people. Emergency contact. So there we go. Because I'll have witnessed what happened. <laughs> Be a bouncing in your hands. Fair, fair. Alrighty. Well, on that note, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.